Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. All right, uh, we're having some issues, but just bear with us. Okay. You ready for the show? You ready for the show? Black Talk, we are on table talk radio. The show for the black. Black Talk, we are on table talk radio. I am black. That doesn't mean I'm vulnerable to attack I'm just like you A human Red blood Emotions A moving figure But you're treating me like I'm about to pull a trigger Cause I'm black You're putting the West on me Oh why, oh why, oh why, yeah Blacktopia Roundtable Talk Radio It's here to show It's here to unify black people Yeah It's here to get you inspired Get you motivated Blacktopia Roundtable Talk Radio The show for the black Blacktopia Roundtable Talk Radio The show is the part of stars Blacktopia Roundtable Talk Radio Listen and get inspired all right, you're now listening to Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio, the biggest colored show on earth, with your hosts, Adrian Charleston, the True Butterfly, and I'm some guy named Jay, like I've always been. Blacktopia Roundtable Talk Radio is the number one live stream dedicated to bringing black folks together from all walks of life, teaching the importance of economic empowerment for our people and showcasing the talents and abilities of black people across the globe. This is also the number one blog talk radio show that's not being hosted by a convicted felon or conspiracy theorist wacko or a closeted lesbian. But, hey, we're going to put out a great show just as good as all those people, too. So listen up. Tonight's main topic is open mics. Again, we will talk about whatever comes to mind. Ron Newt's mysterious death after he said Michael Jackson didn't touch no boys. They tried to pay him to say it, and he touched his, and it wasn't going down. So then, bam, he's dead now. Uh, the movie Us. And, uh, oh, we also got Jussie Smollett news that just happened. Uh, you know, uh, we just read about it just today. And also Cardi B and things like that. And if you want to join us for the discussion, we're going to open up the phone lines after the interview. So give us a call at 929-477-3872 and press 1. Again, if you're on an app or you're streaming from your uh, streaming from the link or anything like that, third-party website, give us a call at 929-477-3872 
and press 1. And if you're already streaming from your phone, you already called the number. So all you have to do is just press 1, and that's after the interview, after the interview with our guest. Also joining us for the discussion is the poet and promoter, Mojave. But before we get into that, I just want to let you all know that you can check us out at www.blacktopia.org. And you can also download and install the Blacktopia mobile app on iTunes, Amazon.com, and BlackBerry World. I want to give a shout-out to the ABC2 Foundation, ABC2, A Better Chance, A Better Community. Get more information and updates on the organization and community events at www.abc2foundation.blogspot.com. Also check out the books from Markeisha Wyatt Bunn, better known as the author and poetess Wyatt. Be sure to purchase her two releases, Reflections, Past, Present, Future, and Entangled Hearts on Amazon.com. I know it's a lot of poet, poetry lovers, poetry people tuned in listening today, so uh, definitely add Markeisha Wyatt Bunn's uh, book to your collection as well. You know, Reflection, Past, Present, Future, and Entangled Hearts on Amazon.com. All right, and um, if you have an Amazon Prime account, you definitely need to watch that new horror mystery film, Untimely Reunion. Definitely watch the new Amazon Prime horror murder mystery film, Untimely Reunion. Stream it on Amazon Prime. Okay, let's go on ahead and bring on everybody. Uh, all right, I see Javi is, uh, I believe, sending a bio, but it's 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 it, the show is now. <laughs> so, you know, uh, oops, we got to do that. <laughs> all right, let me go on ahead and, and bring uh, bring on the host, Adrian Charleston. Adrian Charleston. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What is going on? Yeah, Yeah, I saw that uh, Mojave just sent me a bio, too. I was like, wait a minute, is this for me or is this for Jay? (laughs) (laughs) For both of us, but I mean, we about to to interview you now. We're going to read this on the air. <laughs> no, nope, we're gonna ask all these questions. Well, you gonna ask all these questions. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do it anyway. All right, Hav. Yes. Hey. Oh, yes. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> hello. It. We're good. What's happening? Yeah. What is the we doing well? Uh, I, I'm trying to. I had to. I had to escape. I had to go to my office and actually have a conversation. My office is actually my car, but who knows? Yeah. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> anyway. But thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm humbled. Thank you for having me. Uh, thank you, Jonathan. Thank you, uh, Adrian, aka True Butterfly. Um, I'm glad to be here. This is an amazing thing. Yes, definitely. We're we're glad to have you here. 
So, I mean. All right. Yeah, so we're going to, uh, we're going to, this is how we, go ahead. I said let her rip, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to talk about. I'm going to open All right, well, this is how we do, definitely, definitely. Now, this is how we do things. We interview you, and uh, around about 9.30, we start taking calls from the audience. Uh, after the after the audience calls, we'll get into our topics. Around 10 o'clock, we have a break. We'll play some songs and some commercials. After the commercial break, we come back. Adrian Charleston has Butterfly Flow. After Butterfly Flow, uh, I have some more things to plug. And also, this is everyone's last week to audition and be a co-host on the show. So you want to be a co-host and you say, hey, I, I, I wanted to be a co-host. Well, this is your last week to audition. And then uh, and then April, we, we got the winner. So, um, so yeah, so, you know, call in and audition if you want to audition. Free glass listening, I want to do that. And then after that, we get right back into the topics. Da-da-da, whoop-de-whoop, bang-bang. And then that's our show. So are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Well, since you just sent a bio, I'm just going to ask this question. Tell the people about yourself. <laughs> and uh, wow. also tell them about your name, too. Uh, tell them about my my what? Your name, the name my, as well. Uh, okay. Um, hello, good people of Black Sophia. How are you doing? My name is Mojave. Um, I am a somewhat a poet, uh, a writer, um, halftime comedian, uh, all around good father, uh, and chief mischief maker of of many different things, but primarily. Uh, Erotica Slam, as well as Urban Grove Theater. Um, my mode is to basically do things for us because other people aren't going to do them for us, so we have to do them ourselves and bring all the beautiful people around you to create good energy because it makes the world happen. And that's just who I am in a nutshell. Um, as far as uh, anything else is coming up, uh, currently next week in Atlanta, April 4th through the 7th, uh, Erotica Slam Weekend, ATL is having our Incantations of Central Imagination Weekend. Um, erotic poetry, panels, performance, uh, an of incredible artists, authors, poets, spoken word artists, and people who just like to delve literary erotic things all together. Um, we're going to learn. We're going to have a good time. We have a, a bunch of things that spread out across the spectrum, um, from the panel that True Butterfly, a.k.a. Adrian Charleston, is, is conducting because the one thing that we discovered from doing the last one is that we didn't have enough time to really get into the stuff that we needed to get into. But she was really very kind about in making sure things happen, so it would be only right to make sure that she's monitor. And more importantly, she's equally gifted as a moderator, as she is an artist, as she is in her professional life. So you, you can't have anyone better. And she has the best smile in the business, and she really dances like an R&B hip-hop star. Um, as far as uh, what All Swallows, we also have Jay Simone, who's a sexual empowerment coach, one of the most impressive people when it comes to that. She's doing a workshop on passion. Um, it's going to cover head, heat, and heart, um, those particular things in, in general. You'd have to come to find out everything else. But I'm telling you, no matter how much you think that you know, there's always something else you can learn. Then we also have... Um, a central chair and central dance workshop where you can learn to entice a person by using central rhythms. That's a lot of fun. We did it last time. I, I took the class. I was very impressed with it. We have to do it again. And then following that, we have a 
paint and sip. And then finally we have the show um, that Saturday, which is the incantation of central imagination showcase, which boasts incredible artists. We have as our features Carmel Poet out of Houston, Texas, as well as the Renaissance Poet, who is known as Keith Eric to the rest of us, or Iceberg. Uh, we also have uh, tons of, of incredible. We have True Butterfly, who's also performing, uh, Mo Poetry, um, uh, another brother uh, who, who, whose name is So, um, But Friday, when you come in, we actually have a, a masquerade uh, reception. We're all black. Black is an elegant attitude, uh, essentially, and you come in by mass we're gonna we're gonna play some games we have some things that are planned for everything and then later on that night we have a cypher and we also have our our, our party which is the onesies versus gray sweatpants and we don't tell people to get naked we tell them to get comfortable so get your onesies get your gray sweatpants come interact with people let's have a good time hallelujah any other questions sorry about that yeah we definitely have a lot of questions um oh yeah you got a lot of great things coming up you know, a lot of, you know, good events, and Adrian Charles is going to be performing them, too, you know? Yeah, I'm... I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm what did you say? Uh, no, nah, you just got to get out of Charlotte and come on through. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Definitely. Definitely, man. Mm-hmm. Now, um... Before our trip, bro. Before our trip. It ain't mm-hmm. that hard. It ain't that hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 definitely, man, definitely. Oh, yeah. Now, uh, you actually answered, like, the, the, the upcoming questions I had. I was going to to get more into the events and things like that. Uh, well, actually, you know what? I know you gave us, a, uh, you know, a rundown of, of, of all the events going on and things like that. But uh, for the people that have not been to any of the events yet, how do, how do y'all get down? Like, what, how do, like you, can, you can get as detailed as you want. How how does it go down, the whole the whole thing? Like just just from the perspective of somebody coming to enjoy it, you know, not not from the performance perspective, but just somebody's being I mean, in that atmosphere. What can they see, expect? Well, first of all, I don't do things based off of what I feel is like. You know, you just get people together. I do everything based off of energy, and the energy that that ripples the room is incredible, and it's fans. Like you will not be around a more comfortable set of people that are so progressive and incredible and artistic and creative at the same time. It's a beautiful thing. Like literally it's the safest and the best place to actually release yourself as far as your poetry is concerned. And so, and it's a universe of poetry. It's not just one form of erotic. It's all forms. Everybody is completely different from another. There's no two poets alike. So you get a, you get a wealth of experiences by watching each and every poet come through. So even when I do promos, every promo is going to be different from the last person because there's no two poets alike. Nobody emulates each other. Even though invitations are eyes form flattery, the environment that you're coming into is one of love, one of appreciation, one of admiration, you know, and it's a lot of great, great work being done. People who really craft um, their wordsmiths, they're pretty incredible. So, I mean, like, that's what you get when you come in. If you're, if you're a listener and you're a lover of poetry, and especially if you like the erotic, you're not just going to get one form of it. It's not going to be, oh, I'm going to come here and listen to a whole bunch of nasty just No, it's a universe. It's a, it's a, a baseline of different things all together. And whether you're a beginner 
or whether you're an event, there's space for everybody. And that's the beautiful thing about it. So if people are coming in, that's what you're going to get. You're going to get a beautiful uh, creation of art, people truly expressing their innermost selves through the erotic poetry that they happen to display. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, I, I love it. You painted a, a nice picture with your words there because I know that's what poets do. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Now, um, let me ask you, how do you feel about Adrian Charleston as a poet? You know, she's featured oh. on, the, on, on the events and things like that. How, I, you got any kind words to say about our co-host, Adrian Charleston? No, I ain't got nothing to say. No, I'm kidding. No, uh, Adrian Charleston no, is is primarily like when you like I love people who who are deftly intelligent, and when they craft their words, their words like like she's not like anybody else when she does things. Her whole her whole thing is like not just a metaphor, but you get what she's saying, how she's saying it there's a rhythm behind everything that she's talking about, much like a butterfly. You know, when she decides to flap her wings, you will feel the breeze coming off the mic when she speaks. So one of the best things about her is that she's so rhythmic and so incredible in her artistry as far as her crafting her words. She doesn't have to take the same word counts or use the same things in order to describe what she's doing. She's actually pretty incredible just telling you exactly what it is. And so you fall easily into her word and her story by the way she, she speaks. So that intelligence, that rhythm, the cadence, the crafting of her words, the, the word valuation that she actually puts into her work is, is outstanding and astounding when you're talking. So you, you feel everything she's talking about. So that's what I think of if you ask me. And, and she's, <laughs> she's hella funny. She's a comedian too. Like, I don't know everybody else, but she kills me. Every time I talk to her, I, I manage to laugh, like, like put my head back, laugh, my eyes roll back because she's just funny. I don't think she lets people see that side of her too much, but she's just hilarious. And I, she could probably do stand-up comedy, but she's probably not going to believe me when I tell her that she can do that. But she's funny. She's really, really funny. You know, sound of a genius. <laughs> First of all, when... <laughs> Before Jay jumps back in there, I want to say thank you. And, like, after you stopped talking about the poetry and got to the funny part, I had to take my phone off mute just in case I had to stop you because I didn't know what you were going to say after that. <laughs> I'm not going to expose your colon. Come on now. You know me better than that. You know I hold, better word. I know, I hold words better than anybody. I ain't saying Baby. nothing. I'm going to bite my, I'm gonna bite my tongue so the blood come out my nose. You know me. <laughs> I was like, uh oh, is he gonna tell it? Is he gonna tell it? No, I'm not gonna tell nothing. You know, you know, because you mad, you wild funny, but you don't tell nobody you that funny. I'm like, I'm like, and I tell you all the time, I'm like, does anybody know you're this funny? And you be like, nope, nope, I don't want nobody to know. Nobody will find out. I'm like, right. the charm, I'm like, man, listen, I'm like, you, you hilarious. He hard funny. Oh my God. <laughs> God damn near died the last time he was on the phone. I was like, I know. What are you doing? 
No, the thing is, I don't I don't think that I'm funny because the stuff that I'm saying, I'm serious when I say it, it's just funny. It just <laughs> happens to be funny. No, but, <laughs> but that's the funny <laughs> You mad serious because you're mad serious all the time. Like you're serious, serious. You know, but you and you'll be like and the funny thing, you know, you be saying like you have the best timing in the entire planet. Like like when we when we were the VA and you was like you was like, I don't even know what people be saying. I was like, yo I was like, yo, wait a minute, hold on for a second. She's like, mm-hmm. like, I don't even care. I just scroll on by that. I just scroll on by Yeah. Just go on by it. Like, All right, Jay, get back to your interview. I'm sorry, Jay, get back to your interview. We'll, we'll talk more, Mojave. All right, no problem. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying it, definitely. Oh yeah, now how did oh, you oh. and Adrian talk? Huh? Yeah, yeah. What are you saying? Go ahead, go ahead. No, how, how did, how did we, how did we interact? How did we end up interacting, working together, and all that good stuff? Um, yeah, how did you meet? Uh, how'd you, how'd you, well, uh, I believe she came, the first time I actually physically met her is uh, she came to uh, a weekend that we had in Charlotte, actually. Yeah. And um, oh. she showed up. She showed up. And she was like, you know, like the funny thing is like she came to the room, she was like, she had this aura about her. <laughs> and we all was like, we was all like, you know, she's got like an aura, bro. Like, like she's like in here, she smelled good. Nah, she got the biggest smile in the world. She's like light on her feet. She's walking around floating and whatnot, you know. And then and people, she was like, oh, you know, you know. I was like, I was like, B, I was like, I have no idea. She's just, you know. And then she was like sweet. She was nice. And it was like all this other stuff. And she was like, she's like cool, cool as pie, you know. So I was like, yo. Oh. I was like, yo, yeah, she's good people. And then the more I talked to her, you know. And, and actually, actually how we met, met. Um, was I think through Chamber Seven, and yes. um, yes. he, he wanted me to enter the group on Facebook. And apparently, you have to go through an interview to get in the group, or know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. But yeah, Chamber was like, "Oh, I'll put you in this group." But Mojave was like, "I need to talk to her first. So <laughs> I that's had to call and talk to Mojave. I think we ended up talking like an hour or so. I don't know how long it was, but. The first time we talked, so yeah. Oh, true. True. Oh yeah. That's true. Oh, oh yeah. We used to do that in Blacktopia. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We used to do that in Blacktopia as well. You know, I used to talk to everybody individually before uh, we added them. So yeah, I definitely know how it is. But now we just kind of we're a little more open than we were before, but still the same energy. So. And yeah, about Adrian Charles, I just want to add on. So what? I was about to say you can stop talking about me, but go ahead, and then we're gonna get back to Mojave. Go ahead and finish your statement, and then I'm go ahead. (laughs) Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, we're gonna keep talking about you. Anyway, (laughs) we're gonna get off you. That you're not you're not supposed to be the interview. I just asked that, but (laughs) okay. But uh, um, but yeah, I just want to say about Adrian though. And plus, you my co-host. I gotta. Big you up for the listeners, like, yeah, this is, you know, you gotta, you know, here's the thing Adrian is like a brand, you know, she's not like a person, she's a brand. Like, everything, you know, like that book, As a Man Thinketh, uh, and yeah. everything you do is in line with how you think and how you feel. Like, Adrian Charleston is just well, like a well defined, uh, I don't want to call her a character because he's a person, 
But, you know, it's just like I've never met someone who knows themselves so much <laughs> to the point where everything they do is in line with it, you know, with the butterfly mm. image of who she is, you know. No, that's that's perfect. That's a perfect. That's a perfect way to describe her, and and literally, like you know, I you know I know when people uh, set things, and I, I've been I've been able like we've been able to talk, and so I really get like there's a warmth that that emits when she talks to you. So you you always feel comfortable. I mean, maybe it's a professional thing she does. I don't know. I love talking to her because she's funny and and she's good. Like like in any situation, like she's good in any situation. Like I. I'm like, I'm like, she could just be sitting there and I'd be like fine with it, whatever the situation was, because she's cool like that. But, um, yeah, she's actually, she's actually really dope as a person. Like, and that's one of the things. And, and, you know, and she contributes to discussion that's always heavy. It always has weight to it, you know, and it's always, it's always going to give you a perspective or an angle that nobody else got. So I appreciate that as well. And, and I will oh, say yeah. for you to, first of all, thank you again, but I don't just talk to everybody. That's true. That's that's very true. Uh-huh. That's very true. That's very true. Not, not that's, at that's length. Mhm. Yep. I I limit and select who I speak with and who I speak to. So let's you know. That's true. Oh, okay. that's well, I feel true. so honored. Although, uh, that, although that, for the record, for the record, should... um, no, I'm sorry. I, I, for the record, I just want to say that that. Uh, I, I almost made a fatal mistake of, try, of trying to challenge her to a dance off, and I will never do that because she has actually shown that she has actual appropriate skills, and I don't want that smoke. So therefore, I am not challenging you. If you see me in ATL when we play the music and we do the two step contest, I am not going anywhere near you. You get 40 feet, okay. madam, 40 feet. I will stay back. You, you, may, you may cut a rug by yourself. Thank you I appreciate much. it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I don't want to smoke. Oh, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jay, back to yeah. your questions. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Um now Mojave, how do you, how would you describe yourself as a poet? And uh, what makes you stand out of being the rest of the public poet? Uh I don't I don't I don't yeah, I you know, I have the hardest time. I have the 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 hardest time really like describing myself. Like, oh, I'm this kind of poet. I'm like, nah. I like my my thing. I feel like it's cerebral. I think that anytime that I write, I'm really etching my soul on paper. So it's just the part of my spirit that I'm sharing at that exact moment. But it's always going to be filtered through my cultural lens and how I believe the world works around me or what I see. Um, depending, and then most of the stuff that I write that's erotic really is based off of a, a perspective that I have towards something that uh, I want to bring closer to me or I've, I've already experienced or something that just basically, you know, resounds within me that somehow <laughs> at some point I really want to happen, but <laughs> who knows. But um, but as far as uh, poetry is concerned, uh, you know, I feel like I'm like any other poet. I just feel like I don't feel like I'm more special or different. I just feel like I I just perceive and process a little bit more and I act on what what that is. That's all I do. And then it's almost like a magnet because I feel like you need to have in order for you iron sharp design, so in order for you to become better, you have to hear more perspectives. You have to have different you know, different angles and, and more importantly, not only do you attract, you also have to cultivate. 
So a lot of times people, they get into this whole game, they think it's about them and their work and everything else, but it's also about who else you can open doors for. So um, I pretty much see myself as a little bit of a trailblazer for that. That's the only thing I would probably say. I, I trailblaze a lot. You know, I try to do something, like, different or try to do something that's, like, you know, that's going to open doors and create opportunities for others so that it becomes layered and that we're all working in a certain form or format. And then it's all about the energy from that point. So that's how I see that. Ah, definitely, definitely. Oh, yes, oh, yes. I, I mean, will you, will you do some poetry for us tonight? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe one of them, but it depends on what you. It depends on what you're asking me for. Depends on what you're asking me for. I don't want to filter you up your lines. Nah, I don't really do too much filter poetry, but I got a few, a little bit. Okay. I, I, At least one, you know. One. Yeah, I got one. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right, no, I, I know that. Yeah. Uh, now nah, you want now me what? to go right now? No, not okay, right now, but like want... later on in the program. Okay. Oh, of yeah, course, later yeah. On the program. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm certainly looking forward to it. Oh, yes. Uh, are you familiar with the uh, the poet, author, Markeisha Wyatt Bunn? Wyatt? Not I'm not familiar with her as of yet, but I've heard you announce and I've seen your advertisements for her. So, you know, okay, I, would okay. like I would love to meet her. Oh, I would love to interact with her, you know. Why not? Yes. Um, yes. Why Why not? Why yet? Why not? Why yet? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why not? I understand. Definitely. Why? Yeah. why? I'm definitely going to introduce you. Go ahead, Jay. No, I was going to ask no, no, the no, question. No. You had asked the question earlier, Mojave. Where did you get your, your name, Mojave Emi? Is, am I saying it right properly? Emi. Uh, uh, Mojave Emi. All right. So, yes. Um. So uh, my name, Mojave, um, it's a Berber name, comes from Northern Africans, comes from the El Mojave Moors, the ones that conquered Spain, brought libraries, mm. street lamps, and all this other stuff, the golden age, and, uh, you know. And so um, that also came as a phrase, uh, that which is barren is often most fruitful. Um, and due to the way that I grew up, um, I have, I have a, a select heritage to my heritage of who I am. And so I have, I have a like. I have like different names, like I have a clan name. I have, I have different names. So, um, Mojave was was my name that really spoke to. That's like my name, my spirit name, and so on. All my degrees, you know, I got a first name too. Uh, but um, I made my mother promise to to keep my first name because I was the only child that she got the name out of all her seven of her sons. So she was very upset <laughs> that I wanted to adopt my other name full time so I had to keep I had to keep my first name. But um Emi is my clan name. It stands for spirit. Um I was very determined when that happened because uh understanding the history of names and stuff and, and knowing my family history and where it came from, I was determined that my children that were born, like all of my children would have this name because it meant the spirit of, of where we came from, what we were a part of and that they would be free. They wouldn't be tied to anybody's name or be ownership to anyone. So that's how I ended up with, with that, because pretty much um, everything that we do, we're kind of like spirits having a human experience. And so um, when I combine my names, like, you know, like I have furthermore, my names, I just don't use them all where people can see it, but 
Um, everything that I do is about my spirit, my destiny, and who I am and what I come to do, you know. And so my children are named the same way, you know. And, and no matter what you say, they live up to your name. But I firmly believe that when you give something a name, you know, you've been given by God this, this ability to name things. You speak it into existence. So I, I spoke into my children this freedom, this idea so that they become free thinkers, they became everything else. And so I needed to carry that so they had a root for who they were. So that's where my name came from. And, um, you know, and then my name breaks down to, you know, nicknames, Mo, Hav, Avi, <laughs> however you want to do it. Uh, it doesn't matter. I am still home. Um, and so it's, it's crazy. And, and, you know, and everybody calls me by my name, my mom, although I have a nickname um, that they call me because um, there's so many of us. So my other nickname is Seven because I'm the seventh child of a seventh child. It's real weird stuff, but. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay, okay. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. I was okay. Well, I I, I was gonna. I know it's gonna sound choppy. I'm gonna jump back to Marquisha Wyatt Bun, then I'm gonna get back to uh, you know, the name and the spirituality and things. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, the reason I was uh, the, before we broke it up. Um. Getting back to Marquisha White Bun for just a second. Um, I'm gonna introduce you all. Uh, for all y'all listening, go get the books, the book of poetry, reflections, past, present, future, and entangled hearts. And plus, we're having a uh, on pod, on the podcast and on the Man Network, which is right here uh, on Wednesday, April 3rd. We're having a Wednesday night poetry event, and uh, our headliner will be Marquisha Wyatt Bun. Let me throw some claps on it. So yeah, purchase those books from Amazon, and um, so you so you're a Moor, right? No, I'm not a Moor. My name is Moorish. I'm not a Moor. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that that gets rid of the next set of questions I had. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was, yeah, I was ready to get into uh, get into that. Um, all right. Well, uh, well, actually, we're at the nine thirty spot. Uh, so for anybody that, that wants to call in, just give us a call. at not, If you're listening in on a link or an app, give us a call at 929-477-3872 and press 1. If you're streaming from your app, all you got to do is, I mean, excuse me, if you're streaming from the phone already, all you got to do is press 1, and we'll bring you on. We're talking to Mojave, and uh, like I said, just press 1. If you want to, if you want to talk, Adrian Charleston, I know there's some things you want to chop it up. I know you're going to chop it up with them at the event, but on the air, is there anything you want to? Yes, go ahead. Mike's yours. I do. Um, I want to know, Mojave, what got you started doing the ES weekend and how long has it been going on? And you don't have to get into the sordid details, but the good details. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, um, um, I started doing weekend, I, we started doing the ES weekends uh, primarily because I used to do this thing called uh, prevention. Me and Jamal St. John, we kind of like came up with this idea, and um, it just took flight and it grew, and it now stands as prevention on Facebook. But we, we both of us are no longer affiliated with that. Um, but we pretty much programmed the weekend like we had been already been doing erotica slam um, since then, like before that, but when we started doing the weekend because it became a natural thing for us to actually do it 
like the weekend of the convention, like the convention would be the main event, and we would do the erotica slam on the on the Friday, but people would stay the whole weekend, so we had to start programming for that weekend. And then the first time we did it, so I think we first started that the weekends literally, I believe, uh, 2014, I believe. I believe we started that 2014. Um, and so then uh, we moved it around, and it became a, something that we can do, like, you know, going to the different cities, bringing people with us, but also interacting with people from those cities to actually open up because the ultimate plan was actually to create a, na- a nationwide erotica plan so we can actually do something akin to what Southern Fried does but for erotic poetry, which we're still going to do. Um, just, we just got into the thing of actually um, shopping and doing trade with each other and doing stuff like that, so it actually works out. And then we learn from each other because each person is a, is a treasure trove of, of knowledge. And so, you know, every time that we do it, you find people that do incredible things. Like, even with this one, I mean, there's so many talented people. Like, and it's almost ridiculous because, like, it's like people are sitting on their hands with their talent. And so, like, even, with, like, with the boudoir shoe, with the sister who's doing a live painting, they're, everybody's such credible artists. And so it deserves a weekend or a conference for us to all come together, put together, and really work to advance the craft, our art, and who we are as poets, as writers, as authors. Okay, very nice. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. Jay. Oh, go ahead. Oh yeah, we got a we got a caller that wants to talk to you, Hav. All right, caller okay. in the six seven eight four nine zero. You're on the air. Who is this? Hey, what's going on? This is uh, Cal Brunton. Um, yeah. I'm calling you. Sure. Hello? How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, yeah, we're hey. here. Oh, John, what's going on, man? <laughs> doing good, doing good. Yeah, I'm glad you called in, man. Um, you got, do you have any questions for half, Mojave? Uh, actually, I, I just came on, man. I thought you were talking about the R. Kelly thing and and that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, we're gonna get. We're actually gonna get into that right now. Right. Uh, uh, he's having some events in down in Atlanta. I know you, you're down in Atlanta right now, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Have you don't mind talking about the events in Atlanta? What's going on? Oh, okay. All right. So, uh, I'm sorry, I couldn't I couldn't hear your name clearly. Could you repeat your name? It's Cal. T A L. Cal. Yeah. Okay. All right. What's up, Cal? My name is Mojave. How are you? I'm all right. All right, so coming up next weekend, we're having a Radical Slam weekend, ATL. Uh, Incantations of Sensual Imagination is uh, erotic poetry panels, performance, uh, you know, a little bit of partying, you know, but, but it's all about people being about the art and craft of our erotic poetry. Um, we're going to be in Atlanta Perimeter. Uh, for anything else that's happening, if you want more information, I pretty, I'm pretty sure I can probably be intense, send you all kinds of stuff. You know, friend me on Facebook or get in my inbox, DM me. I'm not really hard to find. My name is Mojave, M-O-J-A-V-I. Um, and you can contact me, and I can give you more intense information, you know, so that we're not clogging up the lines where everything else is happening. But if you're in Atlanta, trust me, this is a good place for you to be. I promise you. I appreciate. All right, cool, man. Appreciate that. I mean, I'm, oh yeah. 
Real quick, Kyle, um, Mojave, you are not clogging up the lines. You are the guest for tonight, so you get to talk more than anybody else. So whatever you want to say, you get it out. You speak of what you have going on. You talk about everything. So we can have everything out there at all times. But continue. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want to, like, clog the times, but, but Cal, I'm just telling you, like, if you enjoy poetry, if you enjoy, if you enjoy, uh, Cool vibes, you know, no bad vibes. People who are who are beautiful inside and out. People who are very deaf at the at the uh, skill and talent of uh, spoken word. Um, good music, you know. I've got both of my DJs. Actually, I got three DJs for this event. Um, we're going. We're only playing. We're only playing good music. I'm just warning people now. We're not playing anything mumble. If you get a no, mumble you- song, it'll be five seconds. You're not getting any mumble. We're playing all good music. We don't care. All right, we're going to have a two-step contest. We're going to try to get people out there. We're going to try to return people to the former state of what it is where people didn't no longer uh, stand around. We want people to have a party, have a good time, enjoy themselves. And and if you really, you know, you're interested in that type of vibe, you're interested in cool people, you know, you ain't got no rowdy-rowdy with you, you're welcome. Come on through. We'd love to have you, you know. We're all about we're all about the peace, vibes, making sure that people are about what it is that they're doing. And I mean, like, even in building to this this event, like, there's incredible stories in the background that I can't even begin to share. Where people have rallied around each other, looked out for each other, just to get them here because they believe how important this is to each other. So I, I love like how that's going to be. Like, I can't wait till it's all over so I can tell these stories. But on the way. If you're in Atlanta, this is the place to be. I strongly encourage that you come. I promise. It's gonna be a great time. Cool, man. Yeah. I will um Yeah, man. I will get your information after everything's over. But yeah, right, that sounds okay. good, man. Oh I yeah, child, um Go ahead. What go, were you go, saying? Go. Yeah. No, I said go, go, go. Oh yeah, tall I um I, I I tagged y'all in the uh, in, in the in the group in Blacktopia so y'all could you know exchange information and uh, Tal he does a lot of a lot of different things too I know he uh, you know he does film you know he writes music he does a lot of great things so uh, I know you work with a lot of artistic people Javi and uh, yeah. so you definitely want to get with him you know y'all could yeah actually you know what you can plug anything you have going on right now you know before we get into the topic. Oh uh, well, well yeah. Um, I, I have a short movie on YouTube right now that I'm trying to get out. It's called Satin. You could type in Satin short film. It's a, it's a, uh, it's my latest project. But that's really it right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to get this movie off the ground. I'm down here in the ATO. You know what I'm saying? I got some things in progress with it, but you know, that's what I want to plug right now. Just my little movie I got out on YouTube right now. I just want everyone to peep it. That's all. It's called Satin. Yes, yes, I'm definitely keep it out. Yeah. All right. Well, let's actually get into the topics. Definitely, definitely. Let's get into the topics now. Um, Tall, was there anything in in particular you wanted to discuss? Uh, Because any any of those things going on in the news, that's what we're going to touch on. So you could you could lead the way. Whatever you want to bring up first, we'll we'll run with it. All right. Well, um, yeah, I just wanted to talk about. um, I saw. I saw. a post that that uh, one of you guys, the black 
Blacktopia, Black Urban Society, have put up on uh, Facebook about, uh, you know, how they condemn black men. All of a sudden, all these black men are going down for all these sex crimes. And I was, I'm just simply saying that, you know, all these people that are putting all this energy into bringing down, like, Bill Cosby and R. Kelly and such, I think they should put in that same energy on taking down these Catholic churches and, and, and these white pedophiles, too. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Hello? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're here. Uh, Adrian Charleston, what do you want to say? What do you want to add to that? I'm sorry. I was looking up his movie. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I did find it, by the way. Um, no, I I think every everyone should be – my thing is people should be held accountable for what they do, you know, no matter what it is. So, yeah. Uh, of if, course. If, yeah. I, I mean, like – I'm sorry, ma'am. No, I'm saying that's that's pretty much it. Just you know, and that that means everybody, not just you know, not just priests, not just stars, not just you know stuff that we read about. I mean, regular people that are doing the same stuff. Everyone should be right. held accountable. Yeah. Right. I I just hate the fact that like you always see a black face on TV about about this kind of stuff. That that's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like you know. Yeah. And. And it goes both. I've seen both because I watch. I mean, I don't, well, I don't watch the news, but I look at a lot of different media outlets and different stuff. So I see it. I see both. I'll say that yeah. just from from research and what I do. And sometimes you do have to research it because sometimes we as black people we we stay on the black media, black Twitter, black Instagram, black everything. And if we're not looking outside of that, we're not going to see anything outside of that. So um, a lot of this stuff is starting to, beginning to come around. It's coming around slowly because I did actually see something on the Catholic Church um, not too long ago where they're beginning to get people that are higher up who are moving these people around and um, not holding them accountable and hiring them again or putting them in different places. So I did see that. I think it was like last week because I think we talked a little bit about it last week, so I looked up some stuff. So just recently they were getting into the, the higher up people who have been allowing this to happen. So they are coming around and they are doing stuff. It's just sometimes we just have to look look for it outside of what we normally look at and what we normally look for. That's all. Yeah, because you know what's so sad is that, like, and I hate to bring it to race, but you notice, like, I honestly feel that white people have a code that black people don't have, and that's why – the social order is the way it is for us because like, like you just said, you know, they got these Catholic preachers who touch these little helpless children and then like, you know, they get busted or they get the light shine on them or whatever. And then, and then they'll tell the public, yeah, he's getting punished. And then they just get moved to another church. Cause you know, they look out for each other. And meanwhile, with black people, you know, and, 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 and I am not defending Bill Cosby or R. Kelly or any child molester or, 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 or statutory rapist. I'm not, I'm not condoning that or backing them up in any way. If you do that, you know, you deserve to be punished. But it's just that I just hate the fact that I just hate the fact that, you know, black people are so like other black groups or other black people are just put so much energy into taking down other black people instead of just, you know, and, and but also they should put that same energy into taking everybody down. That's all I'm saying. 
Yeah, and we talk, we last week we talked a little bit about it how um it's just sometimes how black people how we do things, how we're used to doing things and how things work that our stuff kind of drags on longer because you know, once yeah. it hits, guess what's happening? We're having memes, we're having videos, we're having all kind of stuff just talking about it. Just keep going and keep going and keep going like it just does it just doesn't stop. So, and that's kind of part of it as well that it seems like they're being in the news and they're being drugged and they're doing all this stuff. No, it's black people making memes. It's people making videos. It's people just talking junk, people doing commentaries. And and I'm not going to say white people don't do it. I don't think they do it as much because it's one of those things, like as they say, once black Twitter gets a hold of it, oh, my goodness, it's on. But regular Twitter, it'll disappear in a day. Exactly. Well, I mean, well, I wanted to add my commentary to it at the at the current moment because um, I agree with you, um, Adrian. But the other thing is that because we put it up on Black Twitter, it's like that's our bag. But mm-hmm. our counterparts see what we do, and then they mm-hmm. put it out there because the creativity of it says all the things that they wanted to say in order for it to happen. So you know, especially right. you know, Black Twitter is is, is you know masterful at the clapback and presenting facts and all mm-hmm. sort of stuff. So what we do, yeah, we drag it on because that's something that we do historically within our community, what's happening. But at the same time, I want to agree with the brother because literally, like, there's a system in place that we're not really understanding that, that we're a part of the system. The systemic inequality and things that are happening is because of how yeah. things are set up. Case in point, um, Jeffrey Epstein, the millionaire, uh, child molester, you know, basically sex trafficker and everything else, he literally got eight months in jail. It might be more than that. Um, don't call yeah. me on how big actual thing, but he literally got eight months in jail. He was allowed to be on a wing of the prison by himself. He was allowed to spend 12 hours a day in his office doing business, right? Now, the funny thing is the reason why I was telling you, I said, you know, I'm going to do this piece called, you know, sounds act- I said this sounds funny, but it's actually real because the person who brokered that deal is Alex Acosta, who's currently in the White House serving as a secretary under Donald Trump. He didn't notify mm. the victims. He didn't, he didn't tell people that this deal was being made, and it was a sweetheart deal. He, pra- he practiced prosecutorial misconduct at its highest level, and he was rewarded for the seat in the White House. We as black people do not understand that form of power because we will not allow ourselves to actually fix the problem the situation is going on. All the people who handled R. Kelly knew what he was doing. All the people knew all the stuff that was happening, knew what was happening. But at the exactly. same time, we will drag we will drag ourselves, and I'm not defending. I'm like you. I'm not defending anything, but we have to understand that we have to move ourselves more towards healing the situation with stuff. Because, as you know, R. Kelly was also abused, but nobody figured out how his abuse came about. You you can tell a lot of this is uh, cyclical with everything else that's happening. But everybody should get what they need to get, you know, because you know you can look at Elvis, you can look at a lot of people who are stars that were doing all this stuff, even. Harvey Weinstein was allowed to do all this other stuff, and he was running around free. But yeah. that's not our problem. We can't speak to that problem. We have to only address our own. And so we can't sit here and be mad about the stuff that we're doing. We just have to figure out how we can provide a solution for the answer. What is the answer to this question? What can we do that's going to change it? And when we drag it out, we, we just give ourselves more wounds. We cause ourselves more injur- injury the more we talk about it. And it's not just about talking about it. We should be able to stop it right then and there on the spot. And the other thing is that if we don't have enough people in the criminal justice system that look like us, 
to understand our concerns that are practiced in our culture, how can we ever begin to turn the tide? You know, because it doesn't happen that way. We are being programmed as consumers primarily. That's why it's even hard for us to do black art because people don't like each other. I don't like, I don't like that person. You know, I, I tell you, it's, it's, a, it's a problem that we have to really sit there and try to figure out what we're doing for each other as people to order to stop these things from occurring and what we can actually do. You know, everybody should get what they get, period. But we all know that the law... Oh, yeah. So literally yeah. when we're looking at things, when we're looking at things and we're looking at, at the difference between when people are, are being prosecuted, you know, mandatory minimums and all this other stuff, like literally people don't understand that when Jeff Sessions got in office, all the stuff that was done during the Obama era, he immediately took off the table. You know, so you got yeah. stuff like, uh, uh, what you call it, um, uh, basically they can basically stop you on a highway if you have a certain amount of cash over $1,000, they can take it from you, you know, um, and literally make you make you go to another lawyer and argue to get your money back. But meanwhile, the organizations who participated, uh, they can put in an order to actually split that money amongst themselves, and it goes into a slush fund, you know. Yeah. And they, and they actually target people of color. That's a real thing. That happens at least yeah. 11 states currently. You know, so, yeah. you know, when, when we're talking about stuff like, I mean, like, when we're talking about when these people are talking about the things that happen, it's just like you got to look at all the stuff that's into it and see how these things are being played out. Like, yo, listen, the Catholic Church has long had a history with, with molestation and everything else. Long history. Yeah, for decades. It. Matter of fact, the movie Spotlight is about that. And they, they said, yeah. how far does this go up? And then literally, like like Adrian said, if they're starting to get the people or moving the people around, those are the people you need to get because those are the people, those are the movers and shakers. Those are the people who are transferring out, knowing that these people are touching people and putting them in. Okay, well, I'm gonna move you to this diocese. I'm gonna move you to that diocese because they don't want to deal with the fact of what's happening. Pennsylvania, the state of Pennsylvania, the stuff that happened alone is egregious. It's like one of the craziest things you'll ever hear that these people for years and years and years were going around molesting these children and nobody said nothing. Yep. Yep. You know, but us as a people, oh, yeah. we'll, we'll scream and we'll scream and, and yell at each other. But I'm like, yo, we gotta let it, let it die. Seek the healing, find the solutions, put the people where they're supposed to be at. You know, to put them, you know, put them in jail, get them whatever they need to do. But if you know somebody's a monster, you know, you don't give them, you don't give them monster pictures and let them keep eating. It just doesn't work. It doesn't work out. Right. I agree with you, bro. Oh yeah, I agree oh yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Well, uh, also, I wanted to get into. Uh, well, we're gonna get ready to get to get to this break. I wanted when we come mm-hmm. back from the break, I wanted to get specifically into the Cardi B double standard, though, uh, not just the you know the black black man versus non-black man, but also the man versus woman uh, scenarios as well. Uh, you know, just touch on that just for a little bit. And then we'll, you know, get back to the other topics as well. Um, now, Tal, uh, would you would you like to hang out with us? Would you like to hang out with us for a little bit longer? Yeah, actually, yo, I'm not even going. I'm not. I'm not even going to lie, man. I'm going to probably have to call back because I'm at work right now. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay, no doubt, no doubt. All right, well, uh, yeah. if you call, if you're able to call back after the break, man, we'll bring you back on and we'll get back on anything anything you missed. Uh, but yeah, we're going to take the break and. Um, but yeah, definitely, you're always welcome to call back in. Definitely, thank you for the call, and uh, and, uh, and you're always welcome to plug any project, any film thing you got going on. You're welcome to plug it in Blacktopia. 
All right, appreciate you, man. Thank you. Definitely, definitely. All right. We're going to get ready to go into this break. You're listening to Black Topia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio with your host, some guy named Jay and Adrian Charleston, and we have our guest, Mojave. All right. And uh, let's go ahead and uh, play this song right quick, and we're going to play some commercials, and we'll be back. All right. So, uh, so just hang tight. Let's see. We want to play this song from Aviona titled uh, where is it? Okay. Just 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 uh <laughs> let them talk from Aviona. When the eight and wanna take hold of you, people will always talk. Let them talk. Let them talk. People say in this underfield, taking you for who you're not, placing you in the wrong spot. But all you do I keep my comfort. Let them run, let them run, let them talk, let them talk. Like a dog where one would let them bark. Let them run, let them run. That it, that it must be cast up your front tap. What you, what you, what me can't stop you from what? But all I know, I'm gonna push myself up to the top. I got the confidence I'll never stop, no. Even when the going gets so slow, and the frequency it gets real low, and my fans, they become my foe. Yes, I fall, but I will rise up back, yes. Now live my life in a no context Me just stop, shut up the things I want 
Some guy named Jay, like I've always been. And I want to let you all know that you can win big money out here at the Lucky Panda Adult Arcade, located 2610 Clemson Avenue, Charlotte, North Carolina, right off the plaza. Open seven days a week, days and nights, so come on out. The Lucky Panda has skill games, fish games, and more, including weekly raffles and drawings. So there are plenty of chances for you to win big money. The Lucky Panda also serves free food to the players on Saturdays. So come on out. Again, that's the Lucky Panda. And that's Panda spelled with a 9 instead of a P. Located 2610 Clemson Avenue in Charlotte, North Carolina, right off the plaza. Come on out and win big. See you there. This is PJ Decoder. You're checking out blacktopia.org. All right, we're back. You're listening to Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio with your host, some guy named Jay and Adrian Charleston, the true butterfly, with our guest, Mojave. And uh, right now, you know what time it is? It's time for Butterfly Flow with Adrian Charleston. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey, everybody. This is Butterfly Flow with Adrian Charleston and... I was just trying to figure out what to talk about. With so much going on in the um, 
media over the last couple of days and um, me being an empath, I feel a little heavy. So I could not think of what I want to talk about. So I'm going to go to one of my favorite go-to topics, which is love and happiness. Because, I mean, in the end, that's what matters. And I'm talking about your happiness, your individual happiness. And that's where it starts. And when it starts there, it can spread out. And right now we need for everyone to begin loving themselves because a lot of people are out here, they're just posting stuff, they're arguing, they're doing all this other stuff. And you know what? A lot of it is if you love yourself, even when people are being reckless, you can just move on and be okay with it because you can look even through social media. Sometimes you may not see immediately when you're speaking with a fool, but once you realize it, just stop <laughs> and, and preserve your happiness. Don't let anybody get you out of your character, out of your your way out of who you actually are because, you know, once you are in your happiness, you realize that you are love, and that's what we were born to be. That's, um, as Mojave was saying in his interview, we are spiritual beings living in this physical world. So we are love. We are that spirit. We are just, you know, and, and just be happy in it. Be glad in it. Don't worry about these other people <clears throat> and how they're feeling and what they're doing. Because guess what? They get joy out of making other people upset and bringing them to where they are, but they won't get happiness out of it. <laughs> so just remember that. Hold on to your happiness. Hold on to who you are and continue to be who you are at all times as long as that person is happy. And, again, if you're not happy, you've not found that level where you want to be, contact me. We can do some work. So, all right. <laughs> Thank you. That's it for today's Butterfly Club. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And I agree with you. Uh, you know, I, I, I myself, I've evolved a lot over the past, uh, all my life, but uh, mostly uh, the past couple of years. Um, I remember on Facebook and Facebook groups and, and stuff like that, when somebody's being wrong on the Internet, oh, I had to tell mm-hmm. them about themselves. I could go on back and forth, big, long-winded, mm. strong paragraphs about why they're wrong and this and that. And now... I still see the I still see people being wrong on the internet, but I just ain't got time. Mm-hmm. I, 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 right. You know, I, even, I didn't have, <laughs> you know I didn't have time then either. But the thing is, I, my the where my mind was, I felt like you know my in my mind, uh, I know what I'm trying to say, but I don't know what I'm trying to say. You know what, yes. you know what I mean? You didn't. Um, you 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 felt that you had to prove something to someone who didn't matter. Yes, exactly, exactly. And, <laughs> I mean, that's pretty uh, much and, just, yeah. Yeah, just like the butterfly flow. And then, you know, uh, and now, you know, it's it's like I, I don't even care. Let them be wrong on the Internet. I know what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't care if they do or don't know what it is. It is what it is, and I got other stuff to do. This is this is cutting into my J-time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. And then it yeah. turns into personal attacks and people start believing what people who don't know them have to say about them. It's the weirdest thing ever. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't, exactly. I don't allow it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, that, that yeah, spoke spoken the truth, you know. <laughs> and um, all right. Now, if anybody wants to audition, this is your last week. If you want to audition – to be a co-host on the show, now's the time to do it. 
So uh, so just give us a call. You know the number, 929-477-3872. And uh, even if you've already auditioned, if you'd like to uh, do it again, because, you know, the, 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 the because it's a good thing to do. You're welcome to do that as well. Hint, hint. <laughs> so, uh, so, so yeah, but uh, you know, take, take the mic and grab it and show people what you could do. Um, and, and also I'd like to say I have, I have an event coming up as well uh, at Fit Power Nutrition. We're having a networking event slash YouTube video promotion uh, uh, video shoot. Uh, so come on out. The event is free. All you have to do is just show up. It's going to be this Saturday, March 30th, from 9.30 a.m. to noon. Uh, so just come on come on through. Uh, you know, I, I, we say 9.30, but, you know, 10.30 when y'all actually start showing up. So, uh, so you know, we got to say it early because we're a couple late. Uh, and come on out, get you a... Uh, you know, get you some herbal tea, get you some, get you a, a nice tasting protein shake. You know, one of my favorite protein shakes at Fit Power Nutrition is uh, is uh, Dulce de Leche mixed with, and that's caramel, by the way, mixed with strawberry. The, oh, my God, that's, that's, that, that flavor is so good, the, the two mixed together like that. And, uh, you know, I know cookies and cream is pretty popular at Fit Power Nutrition. A lot of the protein shakes are good. A lot of the, the chai tea is, is good, the lemon tea. A lot of people like the lemon tea with fiber. Um, and also uh, get you some wellness waffles, only at Fit and Power Nutrition. Wellness waffles. Wellness waffles, what the hell is that? Well, basically wellness waffles is uh, is like a waffle. <laughs> it is a waffle, but it has uh, – <laughs> yeah, I know that's a new term, a wellness waffle. What the hell? That is is that a because some might even sound like an oxymoron, but uh, it's waffle with you know a lot of nutritional uh, properties added to it as well as some of the herbs and the herbalife uh, blended in the batter too. So and it, it tastes it tastes very 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 good. Uh, you know, don't let the name wellness because I know stuff like stuff with that in the title automatically turns people off. But you. you if you if you're blindfolded and put it in the can, you can't you you y'all y'all think too much. You know, what I'm you know, you know. Sometimes kids they see it in a red box and it's the same thing that's in the blue box. Gonna, yeah, it tastes differently, but uh, but it, it's not yeah. still good. So uh, so come on out, come on out and, and have some wellness waffles with some guy named Jay, and uh, and network and and also uh, Allie and Shay. From uh, from making connections will be out there, and also uh, E Love, E Love will be out there as well. So uh, you know we had him as a guest last week. You know, you know we'll have some media people out there to network with. So uh, so yeah, so come have some come have some wellness waffles with me, and and, and laugh okay. and have a good time. Yes. Oh, and do you have any callers waiting? Because I wanted to hit on three things real quick. Uh, Hello? Not right now. We're going to throw the number back. Hello, can you hear me? Yes. Hello? Yes. Yeah, we're going to throw the number back out there. But uh, the address is 4456 The Plaza, Suite D in Charlotte, North Carolina. 4456 Suite D, The Plaza, Charlotte, North Carolina. Put that in your GPS and come on out and, and, and hang out. 
hang out and get some wellness waffles. All right, we got some callers calling in. Uh, Adrian, there's something you want to say before we brought on the caller? Yeah, I did. I wanted to touch on three things because, you know, once we bring in callers, I ain't going to be able to talk. Um, You ready? You ready? I'm ready. I'm getting some feedback, too. Oh, have. I, I actually voice. brought have back. So it might be. Okay. Have is something different you guys? Yeah, yeah we're, uh, I was getting some feedback on my phone. I was trying to see. Oh, it went away. Okay. Um, so um, first thing I want to talk about is my event on Sunday. I am having a father-son vision board workshop. If you are in the Raleigh-Durham area, you are a father, you have a son 12 years of age and older, come out. You can find the event on my like page, Adrian Charleston. Um, and that's it. You can Google me um, on Facebook, and you'll see my um, therapy page. Um, and that's for men with sons, or if you mentor a young man 12 and above, you can bring them and, um, you know, take part in the workshop and do that great stuff. Um, <clears throat> I just want to say about, and, and again, you know how I feel about Jesse Smollett because I've talked about it on here before, and I got to the point I didn't, didn't even want to talk about it anymore because I am a fan. But um, I will say he, you know, all, everybody knows all the charges have been dropped. Doesn't mean he didn't do anything. It just means the charges have been dropped. And I'm not even mad at it. So I'll say that. So there you go. Um, <laughs> and he actually got on the news and said, um, he got on the news and said that his story never changed. He always, you know, he said he was innocent. But as we all know, well, people don't know. People think that acquitted means means innocent, and people think because charges were dropped mean innocent. That's not what it means. If someone is acquitted, it just means they, they, they weren't guilty enough for the charges to go for, further, and if charges have been dismissed, sometimes they don't want to take the time out to do the work to to go to court and all the other stuff. So Everybody can you can form your own opinion on what happened and how you think it happened and what do you think is going on. But I'm I'm glad the charges have been dropped. Um, um, that was number two. Number three, Cardi B. Okay, check this out, right? Because I'm about to. Uh, <clears throat> so I don't even know how to start this. So there's this little meme going around. They have Bill Cosby beside Cardi B. Why I don't know. Why people keep posting it, I don't know. Why people are having a discussion about how Cardi B and Bill Cosby are different and don't understand the difference, I still don't know. And then people want to go in on other people saying that, oh, it's just because you're a Cardi B fan. I grew up on Bill Cosby. I grew up on the Cosby show, Fat Albert, Different World. When I was 20-something as an adult, when I went to Vegas, I went to see him at his comedy show, I was was a you know Bill Cosby fan, so that has nothing to do with what I'm about to say. And and guess what? I I like Cardi B because you know when I see you on speak, you know what that means. And then you know every once in a while, <laughs> every once in a while she throws some motivation in her song because she says she walked past the mirror. Damn, she fine. Like that's how everybody should walk past the mirror. You should walk past the mirror and look at it and be like, ooh. You fine, but I'm just saying, you know, I get a little bit out of everybody. Everybody just done something. So they're trying to, people are trying to make the comparison between the two, and then people are trying to trying to back out of it at the same time after they make the comparison. 
first of all, there a crime is a crime is a crime. I do understand that. Now, if someone came forward and said Cardi B robbed me while I was thinking I was buying whatever they thought they were buying, um, boom, okay, we'll have something in front of us. We'll have a case, we'll have charges, we'll have whatever. But no one's come forward and said Cardi B robbed me. Just as other rappers who go around and say they killed people and nobody's come up and said, hey, they killed people. And, yes, some people have gotten caught up by saying that in their raps and doing all those stuff. And, again, not justifying it, not saying it's right. We need victims in Cardi B's case before we can say she did all this because there are people who go to the jailhouse every day, go to precincts and say they killed people, they did this, they did that, and they don't have any evidence, they don't have a body, they don't have a victim. You can't be charged with the crime that, you know, they don't have a victim for. So maybe if someone comes forward, Cardi B can be charged. Number two in this Cardi B thing, people were trying to compare rape with robbing, and someone actually said that they both entail taking something from someone. No. Adrian. No. Adrian. Adrian. Yes. Adrian. Yes. Hey, um, I, I do want to let you, I do want you to finish that, uh, but I want to bring the caller in just to let them touch the mic right quick. They've been holding patiently uh, since the, you know, since the end of Butterfly. So, uh, hey, you're going to take me you at, in the middle of my, my rant. Go ahead. See, I ain't going to be able to talk about it later. Go ahead. No, you will. You will. Definitely. We're gonna, we, I just want to let the callers know we get we got them still. Uh, yes, go ahead. Caller in Oh, yes. Call in the 773-553 on the air. Who is this? Hey, what's up, guys? This is Nanya. How y'all feeling? Hey, okay. <laughs> Nanya, now you called at the right time because Adrian Charleston is, is about to get into the whole thing, and I know you, you heard a lot of what she was saying. I know you want to speak on that. Uh, so, actually, can, let's let Adrian Charleston finish. If you don't mind, and then we're gonna and then we're gonna jump on it. All right, you ready for that? Yeah, that's cool. All right, Adrian, finish. Uh, definitely let us, you know, continue, and uh, we're gonna do this. Yes. So um, there were people who were talking, who were comparing, who were actually comparing rape and robbery, saying that it's the same because something is taken from someone, and robbery is something taken from you in a material manner. Rape is something completely different. So let's let's just not even compare the two. Like, if you want to talk about what Cardi B did, talk about what Cardi B did. That's fine. What she did was wrong. Can't be charged with it until someone comes forward and says, she did this to me. What Bill Cosby did is completely different. And then people want to bring out and then separate. Well, they both use drugs. Okay, that's what's up. But it's still two different things, and they're trying to make it seem like like there are even people who are taking it and turning it around, making it seem as if Cardi B was drugging people to have sex with them. She, that's not what was said. That's not what was implied. It was it's two different things. So we're going to talk about Cardi B and what she did. Talk about her and what she did, but don't compare it to what anybody else did. That's all I'm saying. That's my thing. And it's not a double standard because they're two completely different things, not the same exact Thing. It's two different things. I'm done. <laughs> All right. 
definitely. You made a, a lot of great points, Adrian. I agree with you. Uh, Nanya, what do you have to say? Well, about anything. Andrew, um, any of the topics you want to bring up too? I'm uh, I'm in disagreement with that. There is a double standard, and double standard is simply this: Rick Ross, some years ago, had a line in his lyrics where he was mentioning drugging women to have sex with them. Now, we don't know if he actually was doing that in reality or that's just uh, or that was just a, uh, a line in his song. Either way, he lost endorsements behind that. He got punished for that. Straight up punished for that. The double standard is simply this. Because it's Cardi B, she's a female, and she's saying these things, there's little to no retribution at all. But men saying this, it's going to be a complete shitstorm. It's going to be um, line them up against the wall, St. Valentine's Day Massacre, Everything imaginable because of the fact that underneath the surface of this is the real problem, which is the attack on masculinity. So with Cardi B saying these things, whether it's real or not, there's going to be little to no outrage or retribution. But again, we say it, all hell going to break loose. That's where the double standard come in at. Rick Ross lost tons of endorsement behind a line and a song that we don't even know if he actually get down like that or he was just blowing, he was just talking crap just to be talking crap like most rappers do. Didn't matter. He got hit and he got hit hard. So what's going to happen with Cardi B? Is she going to get hit hard too? She's going to lose endorsements. She's going to get crucified in the court of public opinion, which seems to be stronger and holds more weight than the actual, than the actual court of law. Let's find out what happens, because if she don't suffer the same fate as Rick Ross or something similar, then... Hey, even Stevie Wonder can see the writing on the wall. It is what it is. That's all I got to say about it. Hey, uh, Mojave, I know you've been chilling for a minute. Is there anything you want to say to, about what uh, Nanya said? I mean, I mean, the brother, the brother's been on it. Like, you know, I don't, I don't have any. Uh, uh, Serious commentary because he's pretty much he walked it right down the middle. Um, he's been uh, he literally just but that's pretty much my opinion. So I'm like I don't really have too much to add to that. Although um, I, I did want to add to uh, Adrian's uh, thing when people were talking about the, they're trying to compare the two um, in the laws, like robbery, robbery and rape have two separate charges altogether. That's law. I, I don't understand how people can confuse that and think it's the same thing when they're trying to, you know, uh, con- uh, conflate one to the other, which it doesn't, you know, either or not, you know, and, and like she said, until someone actually comes out and says, 
I am the person who who I was robbed by Cardi B for such a you know for anything else you know they have to actually figure out what that's going to do to their lives uh, you know and I look at it from this perspective like for one um, if you look at it most men who are who are in situations where they've been robbed by a woman where they've been domestically abused or anything else they have a very hard time coming forward uh, especially, yeah. especially if they know that they they've been treated a certain way and they know that, that they'll be treated because even men who have been in a situation where, where literally like, like someone has assaulted them and it was a, it was a woman, you know, like they get laughed at and they get treated a certain way. They get treated as, you know, and, and, and they won't be the person to be like, okay, let me come out here and do this. Most of the men who are part of domestic violence situation, you know, they do the same thing that, that their female counterparts do. They make excuses. They do everything else. So now, if you go into the public eye, you be like, "Well, listen, I got drugs. I got drugs and robbed by by Cardi." You know, they're basically admitting that they solicited her, uh, basically for services outside of what it is, and, and they took drugs. <laughs> what is that going to do to their lives once they come into the public or come into the public site, public space, and they admit these things? Then on and top plus, of that, go ahead, go ahead. And plus, there's no Me Too movement for men. We're just we're just out here, seriously. I mean, and truth be told, truth be told, I agree with you. I agree with you on that sense where we don't have uh, the same type of voices that are happening, but we also have to speak to those. Like when we see these young boys being, like for example, we see these young boys being slept with by their teachers and things of that sort, and you know, like. The response by most men will be like, "Yo, I wish I had a teacher like that." I'm like, "No, she's a pedophile. She's sick. She did something that that's not that's to be your son. That could be, you know, someone related to you. You need to you need to handle this just like you handle everybody else." And then almost always in every case that they're doing, they they've been doing better with these cases now that they see these women are sleeping with these children because these kids are getting smart. They're like they're like blackmailing them, doing all kinds of crazy stuff. But there is no movement that says, hey, there are people on the other side of things doing these things. But let the punishment fit the crime, period. The law is the law. There's, there's, no, there's no difference between the two. You actually have to, if you've been charged as a woman, you'll be charged. Like, and, and literally, you will go to jail. You'll be, you will be, you, you know, the, until court of law, you'll have your day in court. And and if you know your you know if the prosecutor has more than enough evidence, and your defense lawyer is not worth his salt, it's, it's going to go down. It's, it's what's going to happen. But honestly, if Cardi B said if you, or she's being bold and brash and she's saying you know nobody's going to say nothing, that's the wrong attitude to have. First off, and two, if you brag about anything, somebody's always willing to dig up the dirt. Somebody will do the work. Somebody will sit their butt in the chair and do enough research or talk to enough people to figure out how they even get to. So I would never, if I was her, I would never sit there and say, okay, this is what happened. She should just die with the lie, let it go, and not deal with it. But she's not right for anything else that's happening. But if she if she did it and somebody presents themselves, she's going to have to face up to it, bottom line. Yeah, and, and she um, recorded that live. It's a three-year-old live, live, so it's not like something she's coming out with now that she's got her fame because you know how, like everybody, like y'all say, you know, people dig stuff up on the black men. Somebody pulled it up. Like it's something that came up, and it's not something that she was bragging about or 
sang it in a way that it was like, oh, I was doing this. Now. And it hasn't been in any of her songs. So uh, it's something they dug up. It's something somebody went back, pulled up, and put out. So it's not like it's brand new. It's not like she just came out and said it yesterday. It's just like everybody else when they go back and pull up stuff when it's time for them to uh, get going. I, I, I agree. Because they, they pretty much got somebody who's trying to affect her her, her her star and how she's doing mm-hmm. it, and that's what people do. People will dig up stuff whenever they can dig it. So that's why I said somebody is sitting in the chair long enough to get that done. But the but the yeah. other thing is is that as they put it out, you know, one reason why like I personally like Cardi B because she literally came from nothing. Like she literally still yeah. has videos in the public sphere of her literally doing things that are unsavory for some doing something strange for a piece of change. But now she's gone to this this whole thing where her whole life she she got that break for love and hip hop and became that, and then that just it just kept going. She just managed the hospital thing, get her stuff going, and now she has like one of the hottest songs with uh, uh what's his name? Um, my, my favorite, my favorite, yeah, my favorite Filipino R and B singer. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yo, yeah. I, I be mad. Mine I, too. Mean, I listen to a lot of alternative R and B, but I'm like, he he the only person really out here doing R and B for real, for real. Like like yeah, you know, yeah. with a full band yeah. and everything. Yeah, like like everybody else trying to trying to you know they trying to drink their way through a situation. I don't really like that too much. But um, yeah. But all that all that aside, but if she's gonna if she's gonna be that person, like anything else is happening. Anytime you get too far, you know, it's the crab in the bucket syndrome. People don't want you to get too far. They just mm-hmm. want to pull you down to figure out what's gonna happen. You know. That's right. why the one of the things I love one of the things I love about Meek Mill now is like Meek Mill is really talking mm-hmm. like empowerment. I love that he's talking to Tommy. He's like, yo, let's let's do this, let's do that, and you know. And I think that with Cardi B, one of the things that really made me endeared me to her is when she was speaking on the black experience and speaking against Donald Trump. That was really strong, mm-hmm. you know. So I was like, I was like, all right. I said, I said, yo, you got a little something on the ball. You can't really talk too good, but you are good, you good. I like. <laughs> but that could be why the stuff yeah. came up now. And it's like, at what at what yeah. point, and I think I've said this before, and of course I'm not talking, sex crimes, they, you get charged with that forever. But at what point do we continue to hold people accountable to where they can't change? Because we're always talking about people can change, let's change, we can change. How far back in history are we going to go for each person in life and find something? Everybody's done something. So at mm-hmm. what point are we going to say, yes, these people have changed? Because I know there's plenty who haven't, but at what point are we going to say these people have changed and that they are doing better? Like you said, Meek Mills, then there's T.I., then there's there's a bunch of other people who's out there just talking nonsense and doing nonsense, and now they're doing, you know, things differently. At what point is it, you know, is it okay to be like, oh, okay, yeah, this is what you're doing, we cool, instead of, oh, no, you're going to ha- hold this forever. I don't think society will ever get to that point right now because society is in a, a complete uh, state of dysfunctionalism, and um, it's all about drama. One one drama to the next drama to the next drama to the next drama, and that's what captivates that's what captivates people's attention. That's what draws them in. So, if any little juicy tidbits can be blown up out of proportion or twisted or perverted for attention, then that's exactly what's going to happen. And then also, too, underneath that surface, 
it's so easy. People make it so easy. People have been socially engineered to be offended. Mm-hmm. We are currently in the era of titanic, massive social engineering on all levels. It's actually a wonderful chess game being played, but the social engineering in this current era has it so that people are looking to be offended. People want to be offended, and it's completely all emotional rants with no reason, no logic whatsoever. So while people do things or say things, uh, we'll say like 15 years ago, and now they're a different person, well, they're a different person. They might be even a better person. Mm-hmm. There's nothing there. So let's go back 15 years prior and and let's turn that into something where we all can just gossip about it and talk about it and castrate and crucify these people, although it's 15 years later and they're a completely different person. But we can't do nothing mm-hmm. with the person that they are now, so let's dig up the past and let's crucify them for the past because the past is juicy, it's exciting, it's, it stirs the emotion, it rouses the imagination, but logically it just doesn't make no damn sense. So through social engineering, that's where the majority of the masses of American people are at right now, so nobody is safe, nobody. Definitely, Nanya, definitely we got to take some more calls, but I'd like to keep you on. Uh, if you can hang out with us a little longer. Could you hang out a little longer with us? Uh, nah, I got to hit the sack, man. I got people to torture in the morning. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, definitely thank you. thank you for the call, man. Uh, we're going to throw some, uh, some claps on it for you. Definitely, yeah. Thank you, Nanya, for your uh, perspective. Let's go on ahead and bring on these other callers that's been sitting here waiting patiently. Uh Caller in the five six two three three one. You're on the air. Who is it? Hey, what's up, Jay? This is John. John Huey. John Huey. Let me. Yeah, I got to John Huey. That's me. Oh yes. Um, so I was listening. So I was listening to everybody, and 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 you guys all make some great points. I'm not going to even touch on that. I came in here to talk about something else that's that's really, that really means a lot to me, um, and that's health. Um, taking care of yourself. I, I'll give you a little short little thing. I just I went on vacation in uh, January uh, with my girl and my best friend. And then uh, I come home, and then I find out my best friend didn't make it home. He had a heart attack and died in Belize, 47 years old, runs in his family, didn't take care of himself. Please, if you have things that are running, that you have family members that are older and they die at a young age, find out why. You, you had a grandfather or grandmother or aunt or uncle, and they had some kind of something. Find out. Open up your mouth. You find out from your mom, your sister, your Whoever, find out if you got something running in your his in your family history, health wise, and take care of that. You know, those are just important things that we need to talk about. We need to talk about our, our our history of our health because you can't be ignorant and say, "Well, I'll take up, I'll take care of it later." You can look good today and die tomorrow. 
you know, these are preventable things that we could we could take care of by just going to the doctor and and exercising and eating a little bit better. You know, there's no reason that that we are we are dying at a young age. You know, and and I'm not talking about people that are, that are taking drugs. I'm talking about just people that are not taking care of themselves, that are not eating properly, that are that are overindulging in food and overindulging in alcohol or whatever their their soda or whatever it is, not and just being lazy. Look, there's, there's I, I'm a personal trainer, and this is saying I always say. You can pay what the bill is right now, and you see what's printed on that bill, and you know what it costs, or you can wait. And all that interest and all them fees and all that hidden stuff comes up. And when that bill's due, you still got to pay it. But you don't know what it is, and you don't know if you can cash that check. You know you can cash that check right now by taking your butt to the gym, eating a little bit better, getting out there and walking a little bit more, and just being a better a better person for yourself, taking care of your own temple. Or you can go down the road, say, I got to make all this money and forget about everything else. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty years, you in the hospital, and you and you thinking about, oh man, I got this big bill, and it don't mean that it's financial bill, it's a health bill that that shows up. You know how to take care of it now. Take care of it now when you can handle it, when it's manageable. But when that bill shows up later, and it's gonna show up, and it's a big balloon payment, you better hope you can cash that check, or it's gonna check you out. Jay, yeah. that's all yeah. I got to say, man. I, you know, I, I, you know, like I said, I had a had a real, real tragic tragedy happen to me. You know, over the last uh, within the last forty five days, um, lost my best friend of forty five of, of of thirty years. Uh, he had a his family history of of uh, heart condition. His father and his grandfather both died at a young age, and you know, uh, he didn't take care of himself. But he looked good. Nobody, nobody. I mean, outward appearance, he didn't. But, you know, he has some things going on that we're finding out that he didn't tell anybody about, but that was preventable. He left two young kids, 11 years old and 8 years old, behind a fiancé of, of less than 30 days. He's not here. We're, we're left to put up, you know, put together these pieces. This is preventable. So all this, you know, everything that, you know, I understand, you know, I, I'm sorry to bring the show down a little bit, but. You know, sometimes no, no. we gotta hit, gotta we gotta have a little dose of reality because Cardi B and 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 Jason Samolet Samolet, I'm not sure about those are millionaires. They got different problems. We got everyday problems. You know, and those are as they say, some of my friends like to say, those are first world problems. You know, and uh, <laughs> we got real world problems, and we need to take care of our real world problems before we can start worrying about them first world problems. You know these billionaires, and you know, they let them deal with that. They they ain't gonna care whether we whether we talk about them or not, or or put or put any money in their pocket. Once they start, once some fools start putting some money in my pocket, I'm all over their team. I'll talk about them. But until then, stop putting yourself in that position. All right, everybody have a good one. I'm gonna try to hit y'all up next week. I'll talk to you before yes, we start, Jay. Oh yeah, definitely get at me, John. A, yeah, I, I appreciate what you said. I, I love the monologue. You're absolutely right. We do need to talk about these things. Definitely, John Huey. Thank you for for showing up and uh and speaking on it. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. 
All right, before we take the next caller, I, I do want to say, uh, speaking of taking care of yourself, we got a Wellness Wednesday special on this network podcast on demand. Uh, it, it, it is uh, at 6 p.m. Eastern time. It's about mental health. Uh, Adrian Charleston will be also on there with us. Uh, and we also have the rapper Thor. He'll be on there. It's the uh, it's about depression. Cry no more. Depression special on Wellness Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern time. All you got to do is call 929-477-3872, and uh, we'll talk about you know getting you getting you out of depression and getting you out of that and the difference. How can you how you can recognize depression? Because sometimes when you're a lot of times when your mind is not right, you're not going to want to do right by anything else. Do right by yourself at all. Uh, you're not going to take the best care of yourself at all if you just feel like shit. You know, you feel like it's not even worth it. You know, uh, so yeah, Adrian Charleston is going to, uh, you know, you know, we're going to speak on that. Um, and definitely take care of yourself. You know, it, it goes beyond just, uh, you know, just you know, surface things. You know, um, you know, to every every part of your body. You know, every every part, your kidneys, your ears, your nose, everything. Think, I mean, you know, you you could you do your whole body right. We spend a lot of time on our homes, time on our cars, and things like that. But uh, something go wrong with us, we don't we don't, we don't get that checked out. You know, say so your car making noise, you'll take it to a mechanic. Uh, if something's leaking in the house, something leaking in the home, you'll you'll get on that. But something leaking on you, eh? Fuck it, I'll just. You know what I mean? I'll just lay on my side for right now, and you know what I'm saying, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll walk it off. It'll be all right. Now nah, we got to do ourselves better than we do these possessions, you know, because our our self is the the greatest possession we have. Us. Yes, yeah. Let me throw some claps on. Oh yes, some guy named Jay. Yes. All right, let's go on ahead and bring on the next caller. Call, I know who this is, but we're going to tell him. Wait a minute, Jay. Wait a I just had to laugh at just, you, you giving yourself props. That was hilarious. Props. <laughs> that was hilarious. I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm, I'm, I'm back on mute. Go ahead. I'm back on mute. Go ahead. Definitely. Call him the 919. You got some reverb going on, Jay. Yeah, that's her. Okay. I think it's Raven. That's not me. Yeah, that's you. Every time you call in. (laughs) It's better now. Hey, Raven. It's going good now. It's great. How's everyone? Give me my shotgun or something, Jay. No, but probably... No, what was probably happening is that I was still cackling. Exactly. I was still cackling at you giving your own self some dumb props. So, yes, 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 yes. Because I, I was in a laughing fit for that. Yeah, that was- so, y'all have, look, y'all have bought the gamut of emotions out of me today. Okay? I, I don't even know if I want to... Um, I'm just gonna say, hey, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave this one alone. Just like we were talking about earlier about how we gotta pick and choose. I'm picking and choosing, and today I don't think I'll be saying much because several of the topics that we brought up are are hills that I'm not dying on today. So 
So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I wanted to call in. I wanted to say, hey, hi, Blacktopia. Um, hello, Jay. Hello, Adrian. Butterfly. Um, Mojave, how you doing? Um, how you doing? Just let the audience hear my voice. How you doing? Um, so, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I have notes and everything, but I'm going to leave them alone. And you said, how you doing? Um, uh-huh. <laughs> no, and I and I and I com I completely understand your reasoning behind a lot of that. Just because and and this is not towards you, Raven, I'm just gonna talk about some stuff that I read so you can comment or not. Yeah. But like there was actually yeah. a comment when, when somebody was talking about when they were trying to connect Cardi B and Bill Cosby and somebody was like, you know, some of this stuff can be triggering for people and something she said, and he was like, well, maybe you should work on not being triggered. I was like, what in the world? (laughs) 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 No, it wasn't in Blacktopia. Oh, okay. I wouldn't see that. No, I might have said something. I would have said something in there, but... No, these are just on people's posts, just regular people's posts. And and then this one dude, he was like, well, rape begins with R and robbery begins with R, and they're both no, crimes. No, no, and no, no, I was no, like, no, what? They were tripping on Facebook today. I was just trying to get some research in. Right. I was just trying to get some research in to find out what was going on. I was like, man, these people, that's why I had to keep scrolling. I was like, well, you know what I it is. You know what it is? You know what it is, Butterfly, and I, I realized this when I had to stay off of Facebook today. Mm-hmm. The winter was long and is long, right? And so mm-hmm. apparently all the clothes that we had to put on for the winter to protect our skin, it covered up all the ash. So now that the sun is coming out and we're seeing people because they're wearing less clothes, we're seeing all the ash in. just come stampeding by. And I'm, yep. I just want to, I want everyone to remember the shea butter rub down, the coconut yeah. oil. It should be flowing freely now. It should not be solid anymore, even if it is. Still use it because the ash yes. is real and out. And the yes. Okay. Yes. You're right. They're I'm ashy talking. inside right. and out. Yes. Right. <laughs> You're right. So, Mahavi, <laughs> what else do you have to say? Because we're we're coming up on 15 minutes left. So we don't want to uh, leave you out. <laughs> you didn't leave me out. I've just been listening to yeah. the conversation. I'm just marveling. <laughs> but no, um, no, this has been this has been an amazing experience, man. Uh, I told you is like I, I told I was talking to some guy named Jay earlier, and I was telling him I said you guys should migrate to an app. Like it's really becoming fast the way of people being able to be social. You know, yeah, with the culture. Uh, not to cut you off, we we do have an app. We've been plugging it for the last three years. Uh, you can download the Blacktopia mobile app, uh, or or you mean more like a social media app? That's what you say. Uh, actually, I was talking about like you know Android, iTunes. I mean, I, Android, Apple app. app no, app. we do. Yeah. yeah, we do. You have an app. Yeah, you can go to i. You can go to iTunes to download our app. I even plugged it at the beginning of the show. Uh, yeah, you can go to iTunes, Amazon.com, or Blackberry World. If you have an Apple, you can go to iTunes, of course, and download the Blacktopia mobile app. If you have an Android, you can go to Amazon and uh, and download the, uh, the app for the Android. Uh, it's no longer in the Google Play Store, so I know that's the easiest place to get, hey, hey, place hey. To get apps. 
Yeah, yeah. Just tell them where to get it. Don't tell them where it ain't. I mean, that is yeah, get good, but I mean, you know, let's 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 reverse the social engineering that that you know the brother came on was talking about because it's true. Everything he was talking about, I was absolutely fooling that because literally yeah. that's how people literally are. that's how people are. You know, they want to see people uh, change. I know, I know for a fact for me. Um, Currently, like I'm experiencing some pushback because I'm trying to get back into my hometown to to really do some stuff, do the work there. And I have people who are really resisting, you know, my presence or, or not wanting me to get certain venues because they feel like I'm just going to come in and just take things over. And I'm like, nah, the world is bigger than what you think it is. And, you know, and so some mm-hmm. people, they just don't want to see you be successful or do certain things. And, and, you know, you can't really sit there. I tell people, I'm like, yo, your grind should be insufficient. You don't allow things to stop you. You know, you figure out a way to work around it, go over it, go under but never let people keep you from your goals. And more importantly, like we as a people, like we have to stop pulling each other down. We actually got to spend the time to actually hold people up, you know, because when we hold people up and we do the best for each other, that's when we're at our best, you know, and that's that love that, that you know, Adrian was talking about. We got to be the people who show love, you know, like, and, and for one, you know, I know it's hard amongst the brothers to actually really show love to each other because, you know, it's, it's you know, affects somehow uh, what we feel our maleness and our manhood if we, we say that, you know, we love another brother or anything else. And, and literally, like, these are the things that help to actually ensure us in helping to, you know, sharpen each other. Is when we, we build around love. You know, I belong to an organization called the Order of Akande, and one of the things that we talk about is that love builds a brother's responsibility makes a man. That's one of our credos. That's just who we are. You know, but a lot of people are not practicing that in our community. And one of the things I love about Blacktopia is that there's so much love and how people are trying to get together to do something, to push into one direction, because indeed that's the only thing that makes something change. So I'm very thankful for being on the radio show tonight because, you know, this is, this is a different change of pace for me. Um, normally I'm doing a lot of poetry or something like that or, or promoting, but, you know, I'm very happy to be a part of something that's, that's upward, upwardly mobile, progressive, and, and more importantly, black. Oh, yes. Yes. Well, well, definitely uh, have uh, definitely glad to have you in Blacktopia. Glad you're part. Um, oh yeah, and, and definitely keep calling into the show in the future. Uh, glad Wait, a lot of your following. Can I ask one question? Can I ask yes. one question? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Because Adrian asked me a question too. So, a- so Adrian, since since we're asking mm-hmm. questions out from each other, um, what's your opinion of me and what I do? I always wanted to know that. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted to know. You don't pull no punches, so you can give it to me raw. Front of Blacktopia, I sit here and take it with a smile. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I gotta stop laughing. You, I don't like being put on the spot. Look here now. Um, <laughs> okay, I wasn't ready. We got nine minutes. Okay, let me. <laughs> don't laugh at me, Raven. I hear you laughing. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get oh, my thoughts I was on mute. My bad. Okay, you're right. I know right. you're not on mute. You're laughing out loud. Um, so, so what do I think about you and what you do? Is it was that the question? Yeah. What do you think about me and what I do, and, and what's your first impression of me? 
Yeah, let's add that on there too. Okay. And 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 by what you do because you know I have to I have to be make sure I'm getting this right. And what you do with the ES with the poetry as a father in life, like what part of what you do? Like I I need to know. Well, how do you want to slice it? You slice it. I leave it to okay. you. I'm not going to tell your narrative. So I'm going to start as a father because that is one thing we did not talk about. Um, you, <laughs> and I'm surprised your son is not in there in the room with you at this point. Um, <laughs> you are a wonderful father. And when, and by that, I mean, you have, how many sons do you have? Two. I have two sons. Yeah. Okay. Yes. One older and one younger. And I mean, like older and younger, like I don't know what you were thinking, but you know life happens sometimes. And as I see you with your sons, I see a lot of different things because I, when I look at people, I like to look at some of their personal stuff and not just what they do in public because being a father and how you are with your sons shows more of who you are than what you actually do in the poetry scene for me. And I see that you are amazing with your sons. You spend time with your sons. You are always with them and helping out and doing stuff and then your your bounce back since all the stuff that's been going on with you and how you've been handling that and still going on with the ES functions dealing with all that you are dealing with in life that also says a lot about you as well and I think that you are an amazing strong person and you have tenacity and you are resilient and you are able to do the things you do because of who you are and what your background is. And, again, I'm not just talking about the poetry. I'm talking about who you are as a person and how you handle things in life. So, yeah, I'm not even going to talk about the poetry part. Boom, there it is. Ooh. <laughs> I'm mad because I'm mad, I'm mad you actually got tears running out my eyes right now. I'm really upset that you, you make me sit here and got me tearing up. You know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because yeah, I'll be telling people, yeah. I'll, be, I'll be like, I'll be like, self determination makes me go. I, and people be telling me stuff, and I'll be like, I'll be like, yeah, listen, there's noise in my background too. I just don't talk about it. I just got to do it. And I was about to say, if only knew half, half of the things that you've been dealing with, especially over the last year, and the things that you're still doing. This is your second ES weekend within a year, and you've had so much going on within that year. And to be able to still continue to move forward, get things done, is beyond amazing. Like, most people would have just threw up their hands, quit, and we wouldn't even be having another one. We wouldn't have had the one in D.C. last year. So True. That was very yeah. true. And, and yeah. you know, so. man, I can't even <laughs> Stuff is so crazy. Like, like, stuff is so crazy right now. Like, and I just be like, like, when people tell me stuff, I just blink at them, and I be like, I, I, I sometimes I don't want to be mean. I don't want to be like, I'm like, so, oh, she broke up with you. Get over it. I'm like, get over it. Oh, you lost right. five dollars. You know. Oh my God, I lost five dollars. Right. Really? That's that's what you lost. That's a loss to you. Mm-hmm. Really? Like I try to, mm-hmm. you know, but I just push past it. I got, you know, like I don't want to spend the time. Like I'm really like, you know, and it's crazy because it's like, you know, especially when people give it to you, like like your family gives it to you, like you're the dude. Go over here and do this. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And so even with even with like this past weekend, family person emergency ca- cardiac mm-hmm. cap situation, like the brothers talk about charging in, I was like, yo, mm-hmm. I said all that's going on in my background right now. People, right. people, you know, right. just dropping dropping off. You like, yo, how did that happen? But right, 
like I tell people all the time, I'm like, yo, it's not, it's never just about me. And I don't, I don't know right. how people don't understand. Like you can't go that and not like it. I, let me just big up my son, my older son. I'm so proud of this dude because he's so principled and so solid. He's graduating this year and he got into medical school. And it's like, I fought mm. so hard. Like there was so much fight, so much fight just to get him to mm-hmm. that point where he could just fly on his own. And it's like, and it's crazy because it's like, you know, like I see all the work that I had to put in and fight with people and fight, you know, and go through bad situations with his mom and everything else to the point that, that I respect her almost, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I try. I that's try a whole hard. other discussion. Yeah, that's a whole other, but I try very hard. I try very, very yeah. hard. But even in that sense, it's like, um, you know, my, my unit is my unit. Like, you know, like, and I, you know, like they're, they're the best parts of me. You know, you know, I, I mm-hmm. tell people all the time. I say I'm not the only person I know, but but my pe- I said, but my kids, <laughs> oh boy, you better be ready. They gonna come for you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Ready. You know, so that's exactly. that's right. <laughs> all all right, definitely. Hi, yeah, we're glad to have had you on. Um, yeah, we're about to wrap the show up. Thank you again, everybody. You can go into the Blacktopia Facebook group and, you know, check out all the events that Adrian will be a part of, all the events that Hav is having down in Atlanta. Also, have I want you to download that Blacktopia mobile app, man. All right? <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Hello? I'm doing it right now. Yeah, I'm doing it right good, now. Good, good. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. And everybody else get that Blacktopia mobile app too. Once you get it, screenshot it, uh, everybody, and send it to me, Jonathan Coleman or Blacktopia Business at gmail dot com. If you want to, yeah, I, I would like to post it up on our end so we can show everybody that you know Blacktopia. We we got some unity going on, and and, and you know we encourage other people to download the Blacktopia mobile app as well. Um. And again, if you're in Charlotte, North Carolina, come uh, come have breakfast with us on Saturday, March 30th, at Fit Power Nutrition, and um, you know get some wellness waffles and and you know get get the vitamins and stuff that uh, snuck into the batter <laughs> and feel real energized after you have one of those wellness waffles. And uh, yeah, and that's uh, 44. Yes, Adrian. Go ahead. Go, no, go ahead. Finish. Oh, yeah, 4456 Sweet D, the plaza in Charlotte, North Carolina. All right, Adrian. Yes. No, I was going to say, can we have Mojave plug the event in um, Atlanta once again, the dates um, and what we're doing? You have like a minute to do it, so you have a minute. Go. Okay. Minute. Yeah. Uh, the Cantation Central Imagination Weekend, ES Weekend ATL, April 4th through the 7th, April 5th. There's going to be events from our reception of our uh, Black Masquerade, as well as our uh, our erotic, our, our erotic cipher uh, called the Lickdown, along with our uh, Patty the Party, which is called uh, Wednesdays versus Grace Sweatpants. We don't tell you get naked, get comfortable. Saturday will be the panel uh, publishing and performance held by our very own True Butterfly, aka Adrian Carlston, with a collection, a plethora of amazing writers, performers, and artists that are going to talk about the process, publishing, and doing different things that are happening, followed by Jay Simone's Passion Workshop, Head, Heat, Heart. Um, needless to say, that's going to be a lot, along with um, 
the Island Set Fitness Central Chair and Twerk class is going to be great. It's unisex. It's for everybody in all. Followed by our Paint and Sip, which will be with Lenwood Bruce. Followed by our Incantation of Central Imagination uh, Showcase. With this just in, we'll probably have Jay Simone as host because the real, yes, I was he's out. I, I was doing that while we were looking. And it's going to be an amazing time. Fun people, good vibes, a lot of poetry panels, advancing the craft, doing good things, amazing amount of energy, and the people are there are fantastic. Safety of sexuals to the highest order, artistic, creative, and beautiful. You should be there. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Let me throw a quick claps on it. <laughs> amazing. All right. We've run out of time. Thank you. Uh, next week, we don't have a show, but we have an automated thing that's going to play, uh, you know, instead. And uh, we're, we're off for two weeks. But when we return, we got a new co-host in mid-April. So, uh, so yes, you've been listening to Blacktopia Roundtable Talk Radio. Show is over. You don't have to go home, but you got to get off this thing. Everybody, bye. Bye. <laughs> bye, everybody. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.